it's Grace Valentine here. Welcome to another edition of the I'm Tired podcast. I'm your host, Grace Valentine. I'm an author, speaker, blogger, and most importantly, a friend. This podcast is about finding adventure and joy in the everyday life. I hope through these real conversations with real people, you can feel encouraged even when you are overwhelmed and annoyed. Um, so my friend, Alyssa Velez, is joining us today, and she's an expert in Christian dating. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, because when I met Alyssa, I was at uh, Camp Crestridge, Ridgecrest Summer Camps, and I remember she's the kind of girl that you see and you kind of get intimidated of, because uh, frankly, like, I don't think Alyssa will care if I say this, but she has, like, long blonde hair. She looks like a blonde Moana. You're just like, <laughs> who are you? And then I saw her boyfriend at the time, which is now her husband. And I think the first thing I said to you, do you remember it? I was like, I was like, what does it feel like to be a 10 dating a 10? I think that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Guess yeah. you don't remember it. Whatever. I remember it. No, you called us um, perfect boy and perfect girl. Oh, my gosh. Well, then, uh, then all my campers started calling you that. And I was like, no, she is not perfect. Like, she has flaws. <laughs> and they're like teenagers. My campers are probably listening. They would be like, she's perfect, perfect girl. And I was like, no, she's not. And then I was like, you're perfect. <laughs> uh, but she's not perfect, believe it or not. But she is someone who is recently married. Right? How long has it been? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, we got married October 28th, so. Yeah, so basically an expert by now, right? Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. I know everything. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. How did y'all meet again, too? Y'all didn't meet at camp, right? No. No. Uh, <laughs> so it's a funny story, um, unusual. We uh, both went to the first academy in Orlando. It's connected to the first. Go Royals. <laughs> yeah, go Royals. <laughs> connected to First Baptist. Um that's where I work, fun fact. Yes. Okay. And so I knew him. He was in fourth grade when I met him. I was in fifth. His sister was one of my best oh, friends. Oh, dang. So you were like children. like Little, yeah. little, little ones. Um, and so I first knew him as kind of like the younger brother of one of my good girlfriends. And that's just how it was. Um, mm-hmm. But then college came and Lauren, his sister, was my roommate in college. And they were super close. So he would come and visit her. And then, uh, honestly, we just, like, started hanging out all the time when he would come up to visit and then realized, oh, he likes me and I like him. So, I guess we're dating. Did you ever listen to the Victoria Justice song, My Best Friend's Brother? No. You didn't know? It was like Victoria says, like, my best friend's brother is the one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, I need to. I'm going to, like, okay, I'm going to play real quick because it's just so funny. This is your story, your love story. Keep going, though. So, did, like... Did you, like, did he just approach you and he was like, I like you? Um, well, okay, so I have, this is a funny story. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I got my wisdom teeth. Sorry, it's a commercial. I'll keep going. <laughs> I got my wisdom teeth taken out, mm-hmm. um, this summer before my first year of college. And, you know, they were walking distance from my house mm-hmm. where they lived at the time. Um, and so anyways, I was super bored. My mom fell asleep and I was kind of, like, high on my pain meds from my wisdom teeth, so I walked Sounds over. Sounds like the beautiful, lo- great love story. Yeah, yeah. I walked over to their yeah. house because I wanted to hang out with my friend Lauren, but only Sean was home, and um, he put bags of peas on my face. We watched Disney movies, and he Aww. asked if he could kiss me. While you're, like, high. While <laughs> I was literally, like, super... I looked like a chipmunk, and he asked to kiss me, and then I realized, okay, I think he might be interested, but... <laughs> Maybe. Um, just a little bit. Yeah. Nothing really progressed until... Okay, college. I thought you told me you made the first move with Sean. Well, I did. Like, I actually kissed him first, but... But he asked. He asked if he'd kiss me, I said Oh, yes. my gosh, that's not the first move at all. Like, yes, he it is! is. <laughs> uh, I thought it 
realize. Jimmy, our director and producer of the I'm Tired podcast, is shaking his head. No. You made it to like, you made that, like, that you like leaned in and like he was so unaware. Okay, wait, we gotta listen to the song, right? This is so you. Wait. <laughs> I can't believe you've never heard it. Wait, give her. I swear, it's gonna be funny when it gets close. <laughs> Best friend's brother is the one for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a popular, it's like 18 million views. I just can't believe it. You've never found it. Sean's on a punk rap. And it goes like BFG, BFG. Or wait, best friend's BFB. It's not like that. Whatever, close enough. Anyways, best friend's girl. Or something like that. But, That's amazing. Yeah. But it is your love story. That's so fun. But did you, like, know, I mean, probably when you're, like, wisdom and he's hot and he's leaning in for a kiss. Like, did you know, or you're leaning in for the kiss. Did you know he was the one? Like, as cheesy as that say. Like, you know, people are like, oh, the one. Uh, right away. Like, 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 I don't know. Right away. Or when did you know he was the one? Or did you actually get that feeling? You know? Like, you know, when you know, you know, people say. <laughs> um, so, for me, uh... This isn't always a popular opinion, but I don't really believe that, like, there's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just don't really give into that. But I I really knew that, you know, as far as, like, him being, like, my potential husband and that being, like, a real thing, I knew that that was a possibility when um, – or I guess I for sure knew because I was like, nobody would say this to me without having that same mindset. Um, he – he said to me probably three months into dating that his goal for our relationship um, and what he was going to promise to do was every day he was going to do his best um, to love me in the way that Jesus does. My gosh. Yeah. And, um, you know, show me what that's supposed to look like just because in my past it wasn't always there um, from a male uh, standpoint. So, and he knew that um, – and so when he made it the point to say that to me, that's that's just when I was like, okay, that's like game over. Um, yeah. If if we get married, that'll that'll be perfect. Yeah, and I guess it is perfect. Perfect girl, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All comes for a circle. And like, I'm not trying to hound on this, and you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. But you said like, in the past, it wasn't something that you were used to. Um, like, what is like? You don't have to highlight it fully, but what is a little bit of your past, and what did that teach you about relationships in general? Yeah, um, so I guess going way back, um, I come from a broken home, and there was just some mistrust in my parents' relationship, um, and then kind of fast forward again, I, uh, just in date, with dating in general, was very weary of jumping into a relationship, just what wasn't very trusting of men, um, and then my first, like, real relationship, there was some mistrust there as well. So I just was like, okay, I've had it. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Like, I don't know, kind of like rebellious against dating. Like, and didn't really feel like Jesus or that God like would had me there because I was just like, why is this still a part yeah. of my story? It was um, like everything you had known at home and everything you had known at that point in your dating relationship. Right. Yeah, and it just seemed kind of helpless. Um, so that's why, yeah, I kind of forget exactly what you're asking me. But that's yeah. that's the background. Yeah, and it just made you, like, did you feel like, I'm not trying to be, like, trust issues, but, like, do you feel like you had trust issues even when you began to date Sean? 
Oh, 100%. I mean, and I think, you know, Grace and I were just talking before the podcast about him and our relationship. And, you know, he's not always one to to be vocal about how he's feeling or or whatever. But um, he knew that that was something that I really needed to hear. And Sean, right? Mm-hmm, and, you know, just having those open conversations with him that that, that was a place of vulnerability for me. He addressed it completely. Mm. Um yeah. That's so great. And sometimes nice because especially when you have a history and that's all you've ever seen is people like just cheat or leave, then like you want someone who is going to consistently remind you that they're not leaving because you're going to always think like, okay, today's the day they're out the door. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to get to that point when you're like, I, I really want to say I do to the rest of my life. Like, do you know what that means? You know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure you felt that. Were there any dating cliches that you think are like totally stupid now that you're like an expert on Christian dating and relationships? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally an expert. Um, when I think of cliches, um, I think one that's kind of, like, silly that was me in high school was, like, with whether it was, like, friends and their boyfriends at the time or their talking stages was, like... The dumbest term ever. Yeah. I just want to split. I think the term talking is the dumbest thing we've ever invented in our generation. Like, what does it actually mean? And it where did nothing. it come from? So, like, you're talking to someone, so can you still, like, kiss someone else? Like, you know, like, I don't yeah. know. No yeah. one knows. There's no rules. There's no... Bo- no commitment. There's nothing. no rule book for talking. Like... <laughs> Because you're just talking and right. just texting, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Um, so I think something that is just, like, such a dumb cliche is, like, that you have to be busy and, like, you can't be available. Like, you can't – like, as a girl, like, it can't be – like, you have to, like, somewhat be a chaser. It's, like – Like, hard to get. Yeah. Like, he – or else, you like, you can't – you won't get a boyfriend because, like, you can't just be, like, an easy, yeah. like, you know um, – Oh, she just wants a boyfriend, and that's just all she cares about. I don't know. I just felt like that that was something that was really big um, in high school. And then secondly, you know, coming from a Christian school, I was there in kindergarten all the way through 12th grade, and the big stigma is, you know, marry your high school sweetheart or... Dang. Um, <laughs> Ew. Well, I guess it worked out for you. But I know, I, mean, I know. Um, but I mean, on the other end of that, like, I just think, you know, it's marry your high school sweetheart or it's ring by spring if you're in college. And although, you know, that kind of was, happened for me, um, I, the reason why I don't like the cliche is because so much of like a girl's eggs are put in one basket. And I just feel like you get into this mindset of like, everything is going to be perfect once I finally get this. And the truth of it is, is that it's not, I mean, I can tell you, you know, now I'm married and I love my husband. It's great. But I think if every single, if I was expecting everything to be, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, well, I'm like satisfied. Yeah. Like Like, once you have like a husband that that's what, or it's like, I hate the term. Like they're like, while you're waiting and don't get me wrong, I'm sure you could go look at my old blogs and like find something where I say that. Like while you're waiting for a man, I'm like, can hit my head against the wall. Like stop, (laughs) stop waiting. Like, what are you waiting for? Like, just live in your moment. Yeah. Another thing I hate, though, is when people say, like, and this is just coming from a single girl, so maybe it's just me thinking it's just stupid. Everyone goes, it happens when you least expect it. Yes. Like, and I'm like, that's so dumb. Like, I like at the end of the day, it's like we're 20-somethings. Like, maybe I'm wrong, but everyone, like, you get excited when someone texts you, like, 
and you shouldn't be expecting anything, but you're like you're excited and like you expect like oh maybe this could go somewhere and there's nothing wrong with no expecting it's a normal reaction and I think like so I'm like okay I'm gonna stop expecting anything every guy who looks at me I'm like you are just looking at like, something in my hair like you know I just those are dating cliches I just think are so stupid like yeah I agree I think or dating to marry which is dramatic like I mean I guess like when people go on a date and they assume they're gonna get married mm-hmm. and it's like I'm like the queen of that. Like, I'm not chill. I've said that in podcast. I'll be like, we're going on one date. Like, dang, where's the hashtag? You know? Like, <laughs> just like joking. Like, I mean it joking. But I think it's so important for Christian girls to be like, you can date a lot of people just to learn about mm-hmm. like yourselves. Like, there's nothing wrong about that. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to like immediately marry the first person you date. Like, right. You can learn about yourself. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with going on first dates. It doesn't make you like a crazy girl. Mm-hmm. Or- yeah, I agree. I think that I think that there needs to be, like, intention when it comes to dating. Yeah. Like, you know, the purpose is – I mean, ultimately, like, why there. do we it's date? It's like an interview. Yeah. Right. But I mean, it's extreme. weird. Yeah. But, like, it's true. Like, it, if that person after the first date isn't something – isn't someone that you could see, yeah. like, as a good spouse for you, then, yeah, then it's kind of – you just move on. But that doesn't mean, like – you can't go on dates with people, and yeah. it needs to be the first one, like you said. Well, you bring up a good point, because I've had a girl once message me, and she was like, this guy asked me on a date, and, like, I see so much potential in him, but he's not Christian, like, should I go? And I said no. Like, I was like, I was like, at the end of the day, like, he's missing the big one, you know, yeah. the Jesus one, like, you know? Yeah. But that's something I'm a big believer in. Like, if he's not a Christian, don't even go, because here's the deal, you may like him, but, like, protect your heart enough to, like, mm-hmm. not put yourself in a situation right. where you'll see him in that way. Like, you mm-hmm. can still be friends with him, but that's a dang cliche that I always think is actually correct, maybe. Um, and how does, like, Christian dating, like, differ, though? I guess we kind of hit on that a little bit from, like, regular dating. Like, the world is dating through, like, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong through, like, apps. Because I have, like, no Christian couples we have met, like, on apps, yeah. too. There's nothing wrong with getting yourself out there. But, like, how does Christian dating differ from, like, the worldly dating we see? And it kind of goes back to what you said about intention, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I think just being intentional and purposeful in who you're pursuing. I mean, because, right, it could also be the girl. I mean... Like I said, I kissed him first. Okay, and- Alyssa was so dramatic. <laughs> Alyssa told me the other day over Chewy's that she made the first move, and I'm like, yeah, I did it. Power, yeah. like whatever. And now I just found out that he looked at her and said, can I kiss you? That, that ruins it completely. But, but I didn't let him, and then he didn't know what's coming. So I said, Oh, you're the- sneaky. Yeah. You're a sneaky little girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, what I mean is like, I think it should be purposeful and intentional in looking towards marriage because, you know, the Bible, I mean, it doesn't specifically say a whole lot about dating, but it talks a heck of a lot about marriage and, and that being, um, some like symbolizing Christ's relationship with the church mm-hmm. and that that is what he desires for us to learn more about him and, and to grow in our love and understanding of him. And I think that if you have that mindset, um, as a Christian couple, it should be very serious and different than worldly dating because that is the person that you're going to learn with and grow with to become more like Christ and to, mm. and to you know, try together to to do what he's called both of you to do to further his kingdom. Yeah. So I think it's a responsibility, honestly. Yeah, and it's just like you have to, I feel like, guard uh, – I hate cheesy Christian lines, but, like, really you have to guard your heart 
and how you do it. Just because I feel like as Christians, we look at everything so intentional that it's easy for our hearts to definitely get broken because mm-hmm. they're not cold. They're tender. They're like we have the love of Christ in them. And mm-hmm. so, therefore, when we know the love of Christ, we realize how broken this worldly love is, mm-hmm. including if it is a great guy like Sean. No offense, Sean. Like, you know, yeah. and, like, you look at the church, and I'm not saying, I mean, like, just like guys and girls can fail us just like the church can sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, but it's important for us to be reminded that we have Jesus in the center. Like he's the mm-hmm. glue, like he's the one who holds us together. And that when we have those moments of weaknesses or when we're let down by expectations that it's just because the world is sinful, but we have him. And if you have a Christian relationship, then you have Christ in each right. other's hearts. Right. And it's a lot easier. I feel like to know what love is. I don't know. You would be the one to know because you're in love. Um, but, <laughs> but like if you, know the author of love and you know love was created on a tree it wasn't created on like an app or wasn't created at a dinner when you finally like said it and looked at each other's eyes like love was created through christ and i think too like with that and what i was kind of trying to say earlier like about putting all your eggs in one basket even when you're married like you know sean my husband cannot be my end all be all it Mm. has to like that's good it has to be god i mean because again like you know we we are sinful and we're mankind and because of the fall and all that fun stuff and Adam and Eve. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just in Christian dating and in marriage, like the focus needs to be the Lord um, for you to be successful. Yeah. Um, And I know we kind of like, we've joked in the past too. Like, I mean, I was going to ask you about the idea of, because you're like, girls can sometimes make the first move, but you did not make the first move. So I I take I disagree. Okay, but like, I feel like that's a cliche. I feel like Christian girls are total law. And I think we've joked about too, because I'm like, so I update on my life, everyone. I'm single, like, shout out. <laughs> and the list of me have joked, because I'm just an intimidating person. Like, I don't mean that, I'm not saying that like as a negative thing. I don't think it's a negative thing. I'm just intimidating. I have a book where I wrote about previous stuff in my life. So everyone's like, oh, is it Taylor Swift over there? Like, is she about to like <laughs> write book number two about me? Like, I'm staying away. Uh, and I've just always been someone who, like, has done things that are kind of, like, different from my day and age, and so I'm intimidating. And I think Alyssa was once, like, you don't have, like, you don't have to wait for a guy to make the first move, Grace. And that, like, empowered me. I'm, like, not going around, like, flirting with everyone. Like, <laughs> but I was just wondering if you wanted to share any of that, like, advice for everyone. Yeah, I mean, I just think, like, you know. Uh, like, looking at my life, especially. Like, remember when we were at Chewy's and you're, like, there's nothing wrong, like, with making the first move like well I just think yeah I mean I think if like if you're interested and again it all goes kind of back to the intention like I don't know Grace if you see yeah you know boy Uh, that (laughs) he's on my mind (laughs) that you think um you know he's kind and he loves the Lord and you know he can be handsome too there's nothing wrong with that like yeah Honestly, let's be real. Most guys are oblivious so they kind of need like a little push sometimes yeah just saying like I don't know what it would be, but yeah. do you want to get coffee? You don't like coffee. <laughs> I hate coffee. I know. Let's go get a tea. I joked to Melissa because someone asked me to coffee this summer. I was like, I don't like coffee. What do I do? Like, and so we joked about that. That obviously worked out really well. <laughs> Here I am today giving great dating advice. <laughs> I'm joking. But even in those moments, too, like, um, we would joke about how, like, there's just some people, like, and there's nothing wrong, like, even though he – like this guy asked me to coffee I'm the kind of person who before that I was literally like he gave me his phone and I was like or he gave he what did he do he took my phone and he put his number and I go no 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 you have to have my number because like I'm not gonna text you like you have to text me like 
I was into you last summer. Like, it's your turn. Like, I had to be yeah. so straight up. And there's, and he was like, oh, thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then he asked me to coffee. And I was like, okay, that's great. I'm just going to pretend I love coffee. Like, <laughs> I like drink soda like a middle school boy. Like, I'm like, I don't like coffee. Like, he probably was like, Christian blogger. Like, she loves coffee. <laughs> like, sorry. Um, but there's nothing wrong with doing those things in the moment. Sometimes they, like, help you, like, try to figure it out. And you can be the one who's up front. Yeah, totally. I mean, and honestly, too, like, you know yourself. And yeah. You, you probably need someone that's going to be able to handle, like, the strong and, like, <laughs> hey, let's go do this. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. Or someone who spells it out. I'm going to be spelling out everything for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. you know, like, that's just, I'm going to be up front. And so if that's you, like, don't, like, change who you are just because, like, society says, like, the quiet, spoken, like, girl who, like, makes good food is the one who gets a husband, even though I'm sure that helps. But don't be quiet if you're not quiet and don't be loud. Like, yeah. you're never too much and you're never... Not enough. Well, and you're not being yourself if you aren't. If then you're you going to be really confused in marriage, you know? There you like, go. Yeah. yeah, and that's very true. Yeah. Is there anything about Sean that's, like, surprised you so far? Like, does he, like, <sighs> snore really loud? Like, uh... Oh, um, well, yeah, he, like, wails his arms around in the middle of the night. I think whales? I got hit, uh, what like... is, Can you describe whales for our viewers? Uh, <laughs> whales? I mean, like... <laughs> Like, I got hit four times last night because he rolls over and, like, wails yeah, someone's his Someone's going to be recording that. Face. Someone's going to be calling a number, like, <laughs> sorry. No, no, no. It's very unintentional. Yeah. He just yeah. dreams a lot. But, yeah. Um, no, I mean, whales. as far as surprising goes, there's not, has there anything, like, too mm. surprising? We've been dating, or we were dating for five years. Um, Dang, you really got to know each other. Yes. The only thing that I will say is... Uh, he is very clean, and I am not. That makes me feel better because, like, I'm not clean, so I'm like, so I'll, uh, <laughs> I'm the guy who's gonna clean. I'm like, I need to either be rich enough where I can hire a maid. That's what I've always said. Like, that's what I'm working. I'm hustling for that money for the maid because I do not want to clean. Like, <gasps> well, maybe you'll find someone that'll that'll yeah. like to clean. But be careful what you ask for because he really would love for me to learn the desire to clean, and it's just been a struggle. Yeah, but so, we're getting there. But you're getting there. But you, you know, even perfect girl and perfect boy have like their like issues. <laughs> Problem is a perfect boy. It's so funny. It's so opposite. Um, and what is something that you wish that you knew when you were single or you wish your single friends like me knew about, like, marriage and relationships? Because um, I know you weren't really single that long. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> yeah, this is true. You're good. You got great dating relationships. Uh, I'm joking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think, I mean, you. I feel like you could say this for every aspect of life, but especially as girls, I just think comparison is... It's just, it's just the nail on the head. Um, I mean, you know, being, I feel like when you're single, you're looking at your friends that are dating and, you know, whether you wish you were or not, you're Mm -hmm. still, for me anyways, I was like, should I be doing that? Am I doing something wrong? Yeah. Well, I'm not dating, so let me make sure that my life is still really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, just so I have something. Like, I don't oh, know. You're, like, calling me out. That's, like, me. I always, like, I wrote a book. I was, like, I'm bored. TikTok, I need a hobby. I don't have a boyfriend. No. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I just, I would just say, like, just, I don't know, just, like, own who you are and be okay with that and allow yourself to learn more about yourself and learn, like, who the Lord says you are without a guy. Yeah. Um, You know, I did date – a lot. I mean, since we were together for five years, and I'm only 23, so, you know, most of my time that I even could be dating, I was dating him, and, um, but I still learned a lot in that 
I don't know. There's something about just time, like, with yourself. And Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be cliche because I'm sure that that's said too often. But it is true. Like, just being, like, just secure and knowing yourself and not allowing that comparison. I mean, be happy for the people that are dating. And just be happy for yourself. Like, do great things or do nothing and have a chill day and watch Netflix all day. I mean, it's just like... And I'm sure you had moments, too, where, like, when you were dating, you're like, should I be dating someone this long? Yeah. Like, should I be single, like, in my 20s? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You always want what someone else has. Yeah, grass is greener on the other side. Um, (laughs) Again, another funny... Cliche. Yeah, (laughs) but, like, it's only greener where you water it. Yeah. I mean, honestly... Oh, I never heard that plot twist. No, I haven't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like... Yeah, I mean, there was times, because dating's not always fun, and you don't really know if you're doing the right thing necessarily. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, I, yeah, I don't know. I just think, like, being single, single me, I just would have said, like, please stop comparing, because you're taking so much joy away from, from other things. Mm, that's good. I remember, like, in high school, like, the guy, I guess I thought I was dating, like, I'll never forget, like, spring break, like, went and, like, hooked up with someone, and then called me to come visit him. I snuck out of my house, and, like, <laughs> and it's so bad. So I hope my mom and dad aren't listening. They already know. They knew the whole time. And I went over to his, like, condo for, like, that high school party. You know, that mm-hmm. was cool. Mm-hmm. And I remember his, like, ex-girlfriend in front of everyone was, like, just letting you know, like, he hooked up with someone else last night. Hee hee. And I'm, like, hee hee Like, ran to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> locked the door. And I was, like, I remember when I was, like, is it true that you, like, did this? And he goes, yeah, it's true. And I'm, like, well, he's honest, you know? And get yourself an honest man. I'm joking. Yeah. But I think we all have those moments, and I noticed that myself. I was like, this is all that guys will be. And that was high school, and that's still so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I'll, it's like you never forget the one guy who did tell you you're pretty and you made that your foundation. Mm-hmm. And then he left. He went to someone else. He moved on, or he wanted one second with someone else to overpower your relationship. And mm-hmm. what is your advice to all the other girls who've had relationships like that where they were insecure, they – I were disappointed and they felt like they were like the fruit cup. Like, you know, they weren't the French fries. They were like the side option that no one really wants and was always going to pick like plan D. Like, do you have any advice for girls like that? If that's how you ever felt too. Um, well, for my story, um, you know, my, one of my exes did cheat on me and I still like, you know, we broke up or whatever, um, but then I hopped back into the relationship. And I think there's a big lesson for me that was learned and can be learned for other girls. It's just, I think I was caught up in, like, you know, what I said in the beginning. Like, my high school sweetheart needs to be my husband. Like, that was my, Mm -hmm. that's what I thought, and I really built up in my head. And I still thought that even after, you know, that whole thing happened. Um, And... I just think that if that's something, you know, you are going through or maybe you have a friend, um, you just have to remind yourself of your worth and that, you know, yes, there's forgiveness and you can extend grace, um, but just more so, like, reflecting on yourself and just know that you just have to decide, like, you know, and, again, I'm saying it, but just know whose you are and, you know, you're a child of God and that's not what he wants for you and, don't allow yourself to carry that into your yeah. next relationship or if you stay in the same one. Like, need to make that standard to say, no, this will be different. And yeah, and I don't know. Even, like, for me, it helped a lot to look at what God says about marriage and just be mm-hmm. like, okay, is this, like, what we're practicing, like, or doing? And if it's not, if this isn't what our dating relationship looks like, then we just 
you know, it just needs to not be. Yeah. And that goes, and I think it's cool because, like, there are probably some high school listeners here right now, and they're like, well, my relationship's just temporary. Like, I don't think I'm going to marry them, but it's just had dating for fun. And, like, that's when you're reminded that you are supposed to look at it in a biblical context. Like, mm-hmm. it's not worth tearing and wearing your heart down and making it so sore by something that's going to end up breaking your heart. And mm-hmm. I'm a big believer, like, you can forgive someone, but that doesn't mean you have to trust them again. And mm-hmm. I do believe, especially when it comes to, like, as silly as it sounds, like, cheating, just not even because it's their fault, but because you'll never be able to form that trust again. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if you're married, it's a different story. Like, you know, I'm not saying, like, it depends on the situation, but, like, you should do your best, I believe, in those situations to try to work it out, mm-hmm. depending on the situation, obviously. But it's okay to forgive. You can forgive someone without trusting them again. That comes from wisdom, trust. Mm-hmm. And forgiveness mm-hmm. comes from grace, which comes from God. Yeah. And so. Amen, girl. Yeah. What is something you're tired of hearing about Christian dating and Christian marriage? Maybe it's just, like, that you got married so young and people are like, ha-ha, like, Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's about like like waiting for marriage or anything. Like, is there anything that you're just tired of hearing about Christian dating and marriage? Um, I do have something that really bugs me, and it's a tough one because I don't think everyone is on the same page as me. So let's see if we are. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I think that in Christian dating or you know even Christian engaged, whatever it is. Um, there is this, like, culture that we've created over time that now we're, like, in this more progressive movement of sorts and, like, Christianity has some parts of it or maybe segments have kind of gone along with it. Um, And for me, I just don't think there's ever a time to kind of say, well, like, you know, we've been together long enough or, you know, we're engaged or whatever. Like, I think that the Lord places boundaries for a reason when it, when it comes to, yeah. you know, your purity or just just the wisdom of, like, fleeing from sexual immorality. Like, I don't know. I yeah. just I, – I mean, like, I know so many, and I'm not trying to, like, call them out, but, like, I just think it's a struggle, and I will never know what I would have done if I was dating someone for five years. Like, no offense, Alyssa, that is a long time to not have sex is basically what we're saying. <laughs> like, and, like uh, – and it's impressive. I remember – I think I asked Alyssa over Chewy's. I'm like, there's no way. Like, and, like, I'm a Christian. I have a Christian book, but I was like – that's so crazy to hear about relationships that wait well, that long. And, like, which sounds bad because I'm a Christian <clears throat> blogger. I'm supposed to believe in that stuff. But I was like, dang, girl, like, good for you. Like, <laughs> the thing is, is, like, and, um, I, like, our relationship was not perfect by any means. Like, was it pure the entire time? No. But I think that, I think that the thing of it is, is, like, if you do, like, catch yourself in a sin and, in, in mm-hmm. you know, in whatever capacity it is when it comes to your dating relationship, like, that doesn't mean, like, oh, well, it happened. Yeah. Oh, well, and it's whatever, and we'll just keep – I don't know. I just – I just think that there's there's still so much um, more for for relationships, and I think that that's something that can tend to happen, like, in Christian dating is, like, you know, if you do mess up one time, if whether it's having sex or if it's something else physical, um, it doesn't mean that it's, like, huh. Okay, yeah. you know, I just think, I don't know. Like, well, now that you've, I've heard people be like, well, like, I've already had sex once, so, like, I mean, what's the point of waiting anymore? And I think that's ex- exactly what you're speaking into, the idea of, like, and if you look at the woman who's going to be stoned to Jesus, and he's, like, 
Jesus stood up and was like, he without sin cast a first stone and let judgment be left to God alone. Mm -hmm. And then when he was one-on-one with the girl, he was like, you know, your sins are forgiven, but go and leave your life of sin is what he said to her. And I think so many times we're like, wow, he without sin cast a first stone. Like, I'm not, like, we're all sinners here. Like, sinner club. Like, you know, (laughs) like, I don't know what we do, but we're like, it's okay. Like, God loves you. And that's true. But like, when you, like, see your sin and you think before, God will forgive me, like, that is the enemy talking, not yeah. grace talking. That yeah. is, and I think people are dramatic, like, the enemy. But I really believe, like, when I, as a Christian, who's someone who does believe in the cross, who does believe in redemption, before I know I'm going to sin, before I choose that choice, I think God will forgive me. And especially when, like, I was in a relationship or even when I was just, like, crazy in college, like, partying all the time, um, whatever it was. And I'm like, well, God will forgive me. Like, I got that, you know? And it wasn't living in the actual grace he bestowed me. Mm-hmm. And I think so many times in relationships we are like, well, it doesn't make sense logically. And none of it makes sense logically, like, in a Christian relationship. Mm-hmm. None of it makes sense to wait for sex for marriage in this world. Like, that is idiotic when it comes mm-hmm. to it because this world tells you part of a relationship is that part. Um, and I don't want anyone listening to this to feel like, well, Grace is making me feel like I made the worst mistake ever, because that's not true. The beautiful thing is, like, mm-hmm. he does say I am, like, he took up the cross. He says, like, judgment is left to me alone, like, and I don't judge you. Like, go and leave your life of sin. Mm-hmm. And it's never too late. Like, you don't have to do loopholes. You can you can buy a car without test driving it or whatever people say. Like, uh, But it doesn't make a relationship better just because you've had sex. And I see so many good things from those who do strive Two doesn't mean they're perfect, but strive to live a Christian relationship that is one that, like, waits for him and trusts his obedience. Because so many times we're like, well, God didn't mean it like that. He had no idea what our society meant. I'm like, come on. We all know God meant exactly that. Like, flat out in the commandments. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we just need to do better, like, encouraging each other. It's something that just is so, like, tiptoed around. Like, and I think, you know, even in your circle of friends, like, one of you might be more aware and and wanting to like keep to that but you see maybe some of your friends being more lax about it and I think just the we have to be better about loving our friends and having those tough conversations um and it's not pointing the finger at all because like that's not like you know that's not what Jesus is doing it's it's out of love and you care for them and I don't know I just think that that is something that always just gets me um these days because you know yeah and like how cool is it for you to now be someone who is like successfully on the other side but you know now like you're married and you can like tell other couples who are in this christian relationship like just say no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) sorry i like at least stupid jokes Uh, but you can be someone that all these couples can see as like okay you know what like it works like is it perfect? No, perfect girl and perfect boy do not exist. Sorry, even you, Alyssa. I, <laughs> I got you too high in your horse. I'm joking. You're never high in your horse. I made, I made you be like the coolest person in my eyes. But every relationship has its own struggles, and God is going to use that all for His glory, mm-hmm. including your own past and whatever it may be. Whether you had a boy cheat on you, God's going to find a way to use that for His glory, or whether you just had a family issue and you didn't trust people, God will use that. Or whether you and your relationship at one point struggled in one area, but you went back to Christ and you were like, this is what God's word is. And I'm going to strive to live that way. Like God uses all things for his glory. Romans 8, 28. I love that verse. And we know that God works for the good of those who love him, who've been called according to his purpose. And if you were even listening to this, there's a reason for that. If you are someone who's heard the story before and you've heard about Jesus dying on your, the cross for your sins, there's a reason for that. And it's an eternal reason. And so he's working for your good and he's working for your glory and whatever your relationship mess or temptation may be.
And so I like that. I like that piece of advice. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people don't talk about it too. And when they do, it, it comes more gossip. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or more like, it's your body, do what you want. And I'm like, actually, the whole point is like, it's not our body. Like, this body's so temporary and bleeding. Um, mm-hmm. And he has given us all these things for a reason. It's just, it's not our own right now. Like, and we want to be of him. But one thing I will say about Alyssa and Sean that I loved is I got to see them serving together at camp. And I just think that's the coolest thing when people, like, serve with their significant other. And so I just want to shout out to you for that. Because working at a summer camp is not easy, like people think. <laughs> and, like, it looks on pictures, you're like, well, they're covered in mud. They're so cute. Like, yeah. And, okay. and then you're, like, crying looking for your lost camper who, like, said she's running away. Like, you know, like, and you're like, what am I doing with my life? Uh, my piece of advice um, – you know, if you if you're looking for it, but my piece of advice, I the think, expert. yeah, um, to just in your dating relationship is don't be afraid to have those tough conversations. And as a girl, do not be nervous that he's going to be freaked out or like, oh gosh, this is like I'm being too much. Um, Can you give us literally an example? Yes, because I'm like I believe what you're saying, but I'm kind of confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, like. Uh, I, you know, when we were dating, uh, I just wanted to be very upfront with, like, listen, um, I want to be serious about Jesus with you mm-hmm. and in our relationship. I want to make sure that we get our butts up and meet each other at church every Sunday because we both went to FSU. Um, and I want us to get plugged in and then just I, I kind of expectations, um, and it could be other things. It doesn't necessarily always have to be about your faith. But I I think it can be awkward or maybe it feels awkward. Um, but I just think that if you don't do that, you're not laying that foundation initially. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, oh, gosh, I don't want to be too much or I don't want to be like a little crazy girl. But I don't know. That was just because he knew and like immediately was very respectful of that and wanted the same thing, which was just affirmation for me. Um, and so if you haven't done that in your yeah. dating relationships, I would just encourage you to do it because I don't know. I just feel like we're not always great about just saying like, Hey, this is what well, I this want. This goes back to another podcast I was talking about on this, um, series when I was like, I want to be the chill girl. Like, and so like, I'll be like, I don't need anything. I'm not needy, like clingy. Ew, not me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying be clingy, but don't be afraid to address like your needs. Like, don't be afraid mm-hmm. to address like your desires and your hopes of relationship. It doesn't make you crazy. It doesn't make you needy. Like, it just makes you a human who is communicating. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't always know what we want. So you <laughs> have to spell it out. Yeah, why can't you read my mind? Like, <laughs> Like, especially even after five years, they don't know what you want, is what Alyssa's saying. So you yeah, gotta yeah. always communicate. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Alyssa, I just want to thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, you bring awesome. such a great perspective, and I think it's funny since I – people always ask me for dating advice. I'm like, yeah, let me give you dating advice from a single 22-year-old girl. Not like I still can't give dating advice, but it's nice to get a perspective of someone who is an expert. I'm joking. <laughs> but who is someone who does have such a relationship that I admire and that I look up to and how y'all honor the Lord together. And how y'all do everything and for his glory. Um, but I do have one last question I want to ask you. And it's kind of how I end every podcast. And so it's, mm-hmm. what is giving you energy in life these days? It can be something tangible. It can be literally, uh, like, your dog. It can be, like, <laughs> I know she loves her dog. Uh, I do love my dog. Uh, um, favorite show. Well, I mean, I feel like 
it just kind of goes without saying, too. Like, I was just married a month ago, so probably my husband and figuring out, like, married life. And, um, I think, honestly, just taking in, like, how many people just came together to make sure that we had the most wonderful day. And Mm -hmm. just now I, like, I have such an appreciation for my mom that I, I always... I cried at her wedding, guys. Her and her mom did a slow, like a like a first, like a dance together. Oh my gosh, I was bawling. It was the cutest thing. It was like Carrie Underwood's song, right? Like, yeah, Mama, you taught me to do the bad things. Yep, so I had cute. to do it. But yeah, I mean, I just right now, like, I think God's just been really kind and saying, like, look at all of the all of the ways that I provided for you. Something that you've always wanted, you know, since you were little. And this is, just, I'm just feel like I've just been sitting in that and being just, like, gifted with these things ever since the wedding, so. Aw. I'll answer, too, just for me. I think something that's giving me life these days is probably as silly it is, so people may not know, I'm a girls minister, which sounds, like, kind of weird. And so it's really cool, though, to be able to walk with girls. I always joke today, I got blocked from my first student. (laughs) Big deal. Uh, I hope she's listening. She probably doesn't think I know. It was, like, the hid from your story type, you know, like, where, like, you kind of block them, but you don't really. I'm like, dude, I'm not dumb. Um, But in those moments, those come after hard conversations, and I just reminded, like, if she's blocking me, it's because she knows I doesn't approve, and I'm glad she knows I don't approve of, like, whatever it is. And so um, even then the highs and lows, I'm thankful for a job where I get to walk with girls all the time. It gives me life. But mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this, this, if you enjoyed this episode of the I'm Tired podcast, feel free to subscribe. Give a five-star rating, maybe. Five stars, like Uber, whatever you do. Um, but we also hope to hang out with y'all again later. So feel free to comment. Let me know what you would love to see on it. Or follow me on my social media, at the Grace Valentine. Twitter is at GraceV96. Or my website, www.gracevalentine.org. And so we'll see you later. Bye.